0: and the community from Main Street to the world, we welcome you to join us now for anointed music and the word of God.
1: Once again in the book of First Peter, First Peter chapter number one. And we're just going to read verse number 13 in your hearing. First Peter chapter one and verse number. 13 Hallelujah Wherefore gird up the loins of your mind be sober and hope to the end for the grace that is to be brought unto you at the revelation of Jesus Christ Wherefore gird up the loins of your mind Be sober and hope to the end for the grace that is to be brought unto you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Our subject, once again, is get your mind together. God bless you. You can be seated. Get your mind together. We talked a little bit about the importance of the mind on last Sunday, and T, if you can take us to that slide, that would be great. The importance of the mind because the mind determines a number of things it is the mind that repents we sometimes think that repentance is when we come to the altar and cry and um, tears to reflect our piety or our sorrow for our sin but in reality repentance is when you stop stop thinking like a sinner and start thinking like a believer When you change your mind to the point that I no longer want to follow the path of unrighteousness but I'm willing to allow Jesus to change me, that's the mind of repentance. By the same token, when someone backslides, their mind goes backwards. They revert to the old way of thinking, the old way of reasoning, And they start making decisions that take them away from their fellowship with Jesus Christ. Talked about the fact that faith is when you are convinced in your mind of the ability of God. Anybody here know God is able? Oh, hallelujah. hallelujah. And, and, And faith is when you... Convince yourself, no matter what things look like, no matter how they appear, no matter what people say, whatever God says is going to come to pass in my life. That's faith. Doubt is when you start to argue with your faith. And that argument takes place where? In your mind. God is talking to you, God is encouraging you, people are giving you hope, but in your mind, you're arguing with what God says and what God has spoken, so much so until you start to sabotage your own miracle, and that's why you've got to feed your faith and starve your doubt. Hallelujah. Whatever is taking away from your faith, whatever, whoever is taking away from your faith, you've got to put that away from you so that you can earnestly understand what God is trying to say and what God is manifesting. Apostasy is the corrupting of the mind. When someone becomes an apostate, uh, an apostate is different from a backslider. I talk to backsliders all the time, and when I talk to them, they know they're backsliders. Come on, somebody. You ever had any backsliding friends, and they tell you, you know, I got to get right, get myself together before Jesus comes, because they know. The apostate will be in sin and try to convince you that they're right because they've convinced themselves that they're right. The apostate lies to himself, lies to herself, and comes to a place that they're trying to justify what they're doing as if God is pleased with their ungodly behavior. The reprobate is the last state of mind, and and, and it's almost like a spiritual dementia because your mind spiritually begins to shut down to the point that you can no longer repent because the Bible says your conscience is seared as with a hot iron. Oh, hallelujah. That's a dangerous place to be. But the, the, the apostate is just a few steps away from the reprobate. Hallelujah. A few steps away from coming to a place that they no longer see their sin. And if you can't see your sin, you can't repent. If you can't repent, you can't be saved. So the reprobate has condemned himself to hell. The Bible says because they would not retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind. I say all this because I want everyone to understand this very key reality, that every believer is engaged in a battle for his or her mind. Oh God, don't take it for granted that you just going to think your way positively. If you would be honest, everybody fights a mental battle sometimes. Everybody sits in their lonely place, sits in their isolation place, and the enemy talks to everybody. Come on somebody. Hallelujah. You're not so saying the devil don't talk to you. You're not so safe. he doesn't try to manipulate your thoughts. And that's why the prayer, it, I, I, I can't dictate your prayer, but one prayer you ought to pray is, Lord, keep my mind. Oh, hallelujah. One prayer you ought to stay on your face. Oh, God, before God. Lord, whatever else happens to me, God, keep my mind. Oh, hallelujah. Whatever else takes place in my existence, I need the Lord to keep my mind. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, God, I I, want to keep everything about me, but i had to choose something. I say, Lord, if you take everything else, keep my mind. Keep my mind. Keep my mind. Don't let the enemy... Destroy my mind because trust me when I tell you that Satan wants to corrupt your mind. Scripture in 2nd Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4 says, The weapons of our warfare are not carnal but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. When I was a young believer, I used to read this scripture. And I thought about this spiritual battlefield where believers are walking in, tearing down strongholds. And then I took a second look at the scripture, and I realized that the stronghold is in the mind. Oh, hallelujah. You know, we, we, we talk about the wrong stuff sometimes because we get people thinking that it's about this and it's about that. But what's it really about is the enemy wants control of your mind. Because if he can control your mind He controls your words Come on somebody Some of us are saying ignorant stuff Out of a mind that's been corrupted by the enemy And the danger of the ignorant stuff That some people are saying Is that we are speaking negative realities Into existence It does not exist But when you start saying it You start bringing stuff into focus That was out there in the stratosphere Out there in the atmosphere That's why be careful about what you say about yourself And you know what? I I, want to warn you. Be careful. If you're having a bad day, just say I'm having a bad day. But stop saying I'm stupid and I'm sick and I'm dying and I'm crazy. Because I'm not going to speak that negative reality into my own life. When I talk about me, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm highly favored. I'm healthy. I'm sane. I'm sane. I'm sanctified. I'm living for God. I'm holding on. I'm striving to perfection. I'm trying. To be everything God wants me to be—that's what I'm going to say about myself. Yes. Hallelujah! Because if the enemy can get you to begin speaking negatively about your own reality, then he has you in his clutches. Had a period—it's been seven years now—that was probably one of the most challenging seasons of my life, um, and. In the midst of it, I for the first time in my entire life, I was unemployed and never ever had a problem finding a job, keeping a job, working a job. But for this season, for 14 months, I didn't have a job other than pastoring the church. And I remember the enemy saying to me, you know you're cursed. How could you be going through all of this and you not be cursed? And I refuse to say that I was cursed because I knew the moment I said I was cursed, it was over. Come on, somebody. Because the moment the enemy can get you to change your testimony... And that's what he's after. He's heard you talk about how good the Lord has been to you and how blessed your life is. And so that, that's that's why Job, he tried to get Job the same way because he wasn't trying to get Job to smoke or to drink or to chase women. He said, Job, I want you to curse God and die because if Job would change his testimony about Jehovah, that would change Job's entire existence. And so Job refused to say it, and I refuse to say that I was cursed, but I had bills piling up. I had little money in my hands. And I'm sitting here, and I said, well, Lord, I don't know if I can say I'm blessed. So I said, what am I going to say? I started saying, Lord, you've never failed me. Oh hallelujah Oh God you've always come through Shatanama for me You've always made a way you've never Left and abandoned me and so My testimony was he's never Failed me oh hallelujah Woke up one morning had 39 cents in my Bank account but I said he's never failed Me and by three o'clock there was a thousand Dollars and 39 cents in my Bank account why because he never Failed me anybody know God's Never failed you yes you've had your ups Your downs your ins and outs but my testimony is Lord you've never failed me he wants you have to go in pull down the strongholds where are the strongholds? Look at verse 5 casting down imaginations the enemy wants you to imagine some things that are false so he plants these negative thoughts in your mind nobody Loves you. Now, I'm not going to tell you everybody loves you, but somebody loves you. Come on, somebody. I ain't going to lie to you. Everybody don't love you. Some people are out to get you. I'm going to be honest about that. But don't ever have in your mind that everybody hates you. Everybody doesn't hate you. Come on, somebody. And as you say, well, Jesus loves me. But somebody besides Jesus loves you. And God's going to make it evident to you that somebody cares about you. But that's an imagination. Exalt of it and every high thing that exalts itself against what? The knowledge of God. There's something that what you know about God is stronger than any reality that you can face. Oh God can I testify for a minute Or can I help somebody in here Understand that sickness is a reality But guess what You have a reality higher Than the reality of your sickness You have the reality that by his stripes Oh my God I am healed Oh hallelujah That's a higher reality Because you have thoughts That exalt yourself above the thoughts of God And you have things going on That that, want to become your reality But thank God I have a greater reality And that is the word of God The grass withers the flower Fadeth but the word of our God Shall stand forever It's the greater Reality Bringing into captivity Every thought You gotta start thinking Right come on somebody Some of us are not Blessed because the enemy is after Us some of us are not Blessed because our thoughts aren't right Right And every time we sit alone, it's to feel sorry for ourselves. Every time we're by ourselves, it's to talk about how miserable our lives are. But I need you to start thinking like a blessed person. Come on, somebody. I need you to start thinking like somebody that God is making a way for, hallelujah. I need you to start thinking like somebody That is blessed coming in And blessed going out I need you to start thinking like somebody Who God has favored your life Anybody, any thinkers in here right now Anybody think they're blessed Anybody think God's going to take care of them Anybody think they're going to survive And think they're going to make it I need you to start thinking Because if you start thinking It's going to change your entire disposition I'm not saying live in denial Yes, you've had some difficulties Yes, you've had some setbacks But God has been with you in every turn Every situation every situ- Everything you've been through God has stood by you So why not think like the blessed person That you are Why not think yourself blessed Think yourself favored Think yourself overcoming Think yourself being the head And not the tail Think yourself being above And not beneath Anybody think that God Is going to do something in your life Open your mouth and give God the glory Oh, hallelujah Tell the deacons they hit the wrong light Come on somebody, I I know what they're doing But they hit the wrong switch You have to think like somebody That is favored You have to think like somebody That is overcoming And in this Opening segment To Peter's letter to the church He's trying to Prepare the church for the reality of persecution. Hallelujah. And 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 I need to be clear that just because I know I'm blessed doesn't mean that I don't also know there will be struggles. Come on, somebody. See, see, part of the problem, part of the reason why people are struggling right now, even in the pandemic, is that we have a mentality of very spoiled people. Come on, somebody. Can I be honest? Even the saints are spoiled because the saints think I should only live for God when it's convenient for me. And if it's not convenient, then God is has messed up and not doing something. But who in the world wants somebody that's a fair-weather friend? Come on, somebody. Some of y'all know folk like that. They hang around when you got money, but when you're broke, you can't find them. Come on, somebody. They're there when they need something, but when you when you need something, you can't find them. And there are people like that, even in the body of Christ, that our only service to God is when things are going well. God needs somebody that's going to love him even on a bad day. Oh, hallelujah. God needs somebody that will love him even when... When they're sick God needs somebody that will love them Even when they're lied on or going through Because they know God is still real I came to tell you that God Is is worthy of your praise No matter how you feel I watched the people worship a few minutes ago Everybody talking about how they love God But would you love him like that If you weren't blessed like you are Would you love him like that If you were having affliction That's why I'm so glad I learned how to love God broke I learned how to love God sick I learned how to love God in difficulty, in tribulation. Oh God, because my love is not sometime. I will bless the Lord at all times shall continually be in my mouth so I, I got another praise for somebody that had a hard week open your mouth right now and give God the glory somebody that's got some issues somebody that got some problems but you still know God is good open your mouth and give him praise right now oh hallelujah I need you prepared for the realities that are to come My time is gone, but let me give you this, and then I'll finish. The church was about to face the onslaught of Nero. Nero, who would eventually crucify Peter upside down. Nero, who would, oh God, take the head of Paul the Apostle. And Peter wants to fortify the faith faith of the church. And God sent this message to my heart to fortify the faith of the believers. He said, I need you to gird up the loins of your mind. Oh, God, put on a girdle. it wasn't the kind of girdle that sisters wear. But girdles were leather belts that were worn by men. And when they put the girdle on, they put the girdle on because it pulled up. The garment They wore long flowing robes That sometimes would grab the floor But when they put the girdle on The girdle would lift up the garment It got them ready for travel That's why the command of God As Israel Was about to leave Egypt During the Passover The Lord told all the men Put on your girdle Because you're getting ready to leave You're getting ready to travel That's why they ate the Passover ...with their staff in their head. They ate the unleavened bread. Didn't have time to put the yeast... ...and to make it rise... ...because deliverance... ...was on its way. I came to remind the church... ...that our deliverance... ...is now closer... ...than when we first believed. I came to remind the church... ...that the rapture... ...is closer... ...than it was yesterday. The coming of the Lord... ...is closer... Than it was yesterday And you don't have time To eat casually You don't have time To sit in lounge You better put on your girdle And get ready to travel You better put on your girdle And get ready to move Cause as sure as we were singing And dancing a few moments ago At any moment The rapture could come The sky could crack open The Trumps sound, and the dead get up. Oh, hallelujah. Any moment Jesus can come back for the church, and I came to remind us, get your mind together. Don't miss the rapture, because you got a carnal mind. Don't miss the rapture, because you got a lustful mind. Don't miss the rapture with a hateful mind. Don't miss the rapture, oh God, with a mind that can't forgive, but bring your to the altar and say purify my mind creating me a clean heart and renew a right spirit within me. Saints, we got to get our mind together because it won't be long. He said be vigilant, pull your mind together. You're not only put on the girdle. Oh God, for travel. You put on the girdle for warfare. It's time for the church to get ready to do warfare with the enemy. We've taken enough of his foolishness. We've taken enough of his depression. We've taken enough of his guile. We've taken enough of his foolishness. I need some warriors. I need need some warriors, I need some warriors, and you don't need your knife, and you don't need your AK, and you don't need your clock, you need a mind to get on your face and pray, a mind to fight principalities, to fight against powers, to fight against demons. Are there any fighters in the house, any warriors? in the house. Oh, hallelujah. I know the devil has been fighting it, but I came to tell the enemy, when he messed with you, he messed with the wrong one. He should have found somebody that didn't know how to pray. He should have found somebody that didn't know he was defeated. He should have found somebody that didn't know that right now, I've got the victory. Everybody in the house, Open your mouth. Give God the praise. Oh, God, I gotta quit. My time is up. I gotta quit. But the word, pull your mind together. Pull your mind together. Stop thinking crazy, stop thinking defeated. Stop thinking broken and start thinking blessed. Oh Start thinking blessed Start thinking victorious Start thinking overcoming Oh God I know we've cried We've had reason to cry Some of us have lost loved ones And I grieve with you But there's something about the comfort Of the Holy Spirit That you can cry and rejoice All at the same time I cry for what I lost But I bless it for what remains Oh holly Shatanama Oh, God, I cry for what I lost. I cry for what I missed. But I bless him for what he's doing in this season. Shout hallelujah. Shout hallelujah. Shout hallelujah. Pull your minds together, saints. Pull your minds together. Pull your minds together. This is not... Don't, not trying to be gloom and doom. This is not your last attack. There will be another attack. But it doesn't matter how many times the enemy shows up. As long as I'm ready when he gets here. Woo, okay, I, I, some of y'all missed that, some of y'all missed that. It doesn't matter how many times he shows up. Because the Bible says... Draw nigh unto the Lord, and he'll draw nigh unto you if you resist the devil, he shall flee. Oh God, oh God, the devil has on the best Nikes they can hear you can imagine because he's used to running. Oh, y'all ain't saying nothing. He's used to running, and if he comes. To I need believers That have enough anointing Have enough power Have enough glory That when he shows up When the enemy comes in like a flood The spirit of the Lord Will lift up a standard Glory I'm not going to lie to you The devil has shown up in this season And he's going to show up some more Trust me, he's going to show up some more. But what it takes is a church that has the right mind. Oh God. What do you mean, Pastor? I need y'all to start thinking like the overcoming, victorious, powerful people that you are. Because what he's after is your thoughts. Oh God. Please do not repeat all the negativity that you are exposed to. Some things I hear I just won't say. Come on somebody. Why, bishop? Because it's not real to me until I start saying it. See, see y'all y'all forget That believers have creative authority in their mouths Come on somebody Believers have creative authority in their mouths That's why you don't repeat everything somebody says to you If it's not sound If it's not edifying If it's not of God I'm going to hear it and not hear it Come on somebody Because it doesn't become truth Until I put it out of my mouth That's when it becomes truth. So I need you to start saying what this Bible says about you. You say, Bishop, I'm having a hard time. That's in this Bible. Many are the afflictions of the righteous. But the Lord delivers. He caught over The Lord delivers. The Lord say it with me. The Lord, the, Lord the Lord delivers. The Lord delivers. The Lord delivers. The Lord delivers. Out of them all. Oh God. Lord told me. Get the things ready for what might be a difficult season. And I wish I could tell you, everything's gonna be all right. We ain't there yet, come on somebody. We got to go through a little while before we get to everything's gonna be all right. So what do we sing now, pastor? I'm going through, I'm going through. I don't care what the rest of the world decides to do. I made up my mind. And I'm not going to turn around. I started with Joshua (laughs) Thomas. I started with Jesus. I started with Jesus, the author and the finisher of my faith. I started with Jesus, my way maker, my provider, my healer. I started with Jesus. And I'm going through. Not going to, going through. Where you are is just your through. Is not your to. You're not going to destruction. You might go through some destruction to get through where God wants you to be. Yea, though I walk through the valley and the shadow of death. Yea, though I walk through through and believe it or not the valley and shadow of death was a real place It's right outside Jerusalem and because of the width and the height of the city it cast a dark shadow but the enemy couldn't get to Jerusalem without going through the valley and the shadow of death and you won't get through or to your destination Until you go through the valley and the shadow of death But I shall not fear Because the Lord is with me I need four people that got the Lord with you To give God your best praise Because the Lord the Lord is with me The Lord is with me The Lord is with me The Lord is with me. Oh, God. He's with me. He's with me. Come on, Stan. I got to quit. I got to quit. Come on, Stan. Come on, Stan. Come on, Stan. Stan. Look at somebody. Look at somebody and say, let me tell you what's on my mind. The Lord is with me. Oh, hallelujah. That's what's on my mind. The Lord is with me. The Lord is with me. The Lord is my light, my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked even my enemies, oh, I still feel like preaching, came upon me to eat up my flesh. They stumbled. They were on the way to get me, but as they got close, God tripped them up. They don't know how they fell. They don't know what made them fall. It was the hand of the Lord. The Lord is with us. Saints. The Lord is with us. Don't lose your mind. Don't lose your mind. The Lord is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. And then the psalmist put Selah in there. A pause just for you to think about. The Lord is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Think about that. The Lord is with us, y'all ain't thinking. And the God of Jacob is our refuge. Oh God, pull your mind together. Pull your mind together. Pull your mind together. As we prepare ourselves to receive the Lord's Supper, some of you received it by mail and you're watching with us. You can join us now in this moment of consecration,
0: recommitment, focus on the shed blood. We sincerely hope that you were blessed by by this broadcast today. If you desire prayer or want more information about our church, please call us at 336-570-3664. Again, that's 336-570-3664. You can also go to our website for more information about our ministry at www.RefugeTempleNC.com. Again, that's www.RefugeTempleNC.com. That's info at refugetempleNC.com. God bless you. And until next time, shalom, shalom.